Professor Tomorrow, when you are not together, there's something you must remember. You're braver than you believe, and stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. You're braver than you believe, and stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. Are you all good with the letters, John? Yep. John Fidelli died at Disneyland in 1992. Get out of here. Alright, everyone quiet, please. John Jay. Something's kind of loud. by UFO. You just give it three the three buttons. One, two, three. What do you mean? To the right. Button. One. Two. Three. Time to wake this show up. That's it, Tom. I feel like I've, I feel like I've been. I feel like I've been. I feel like I've, I feel like I've been. What do you want to talk about first, Mark? I feel like I've been away for like years. It's been, it's been a while. The film photography Padea. It's a West Coast <clears throat> event thrown by thedarkroom.com. So myself, Mark Dalzell, who's here. Hello. Then uh, John Fidelli, who's here. Uh, Un- unexpectedly. And, unexpectedly. I showed up at the airport with... Is it the fax machine ringing? Yeah. Wow. We just talking, I said, when do you ever How use a fax possible? machine? I said, never. And here it is. Never Something weird started. and strange going on. Remember how the local sub shops used to fax you their menus? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like it, that was the first spam. Exactly. Right? So, for folks listening, the film photography Padea, it's an event in San Clemente. It was March 1st and 2nd. It's an annual gathering of passionate film community members from all walks drawn together by a shared love of film and cameras. The mission is to bring together... Film experts and enthusiasts to exchange ideas, share expertise in true Padea fashion. The event is an educational learning experience. And I think that uh, Phil and Keith from the darkroom, mm-hmm. Keith Swan and Phil Stebley, I think they pulled it off. Definitely. Yeah. I packed my bag. I had my Olympus Stylus Epic and my Super 8 cameras. I, I just want to share really quickly with everyone. With everyone. First of all, this is a small show that may become a big show because there's just so much stuff to talk about. I have lists. Well, can I say one thing real quick? Yes. Because you're off of the, uh, the meet in California already. I just wanted to say, people shouldn't throw the word love and hate around loosely. <laughs> like, you shouldn't talk about love burrito. I love this burrito. When, when I say that I love Phil from the dark room, yes. from the bottom of my heart, I mean, he's like one of my favorite people on the planet. I thought his passion and everything okay. that comes through and, and the fact that he brings everybody together and it's just so cool and laid back and it's just such a part of his being. He doesn't have to try to be anything but Phil and he's the best Phil ever. Is this, I love you, Phil. Is this like a, wow. a theme, like it's one true. of your children brought home from school? They're like, and today our teacher said, you know, just don't say love and hate. You have to really... You have to use them sparingly. No, it wasn't from my children. Where did you get it from? 
from my heart. Oh, I do remember that. The first time, dark, cruddy place called my heart. When my daughter was like four, coming home from preschool one day, and I said something about, "Oh, I hate this thing," and she said, "Daddy, you're not supposed to say hate." Like, oh. But I posit that you're not supposed to throw love around loosely either. So there. But Phil is worth. You hate it when people. I hate it when people use love too much. (laughs) This was an event where there, there, there really was a lot of love going around. There was. It was amazing. Great to be Um, there. So some of the folks there. So Phil. Uh, set up a whole like panel of people to to talk to the masses. About 150 uh, shooters showed up. Many FPP listeners. Is that all? It seemed like there was way more people there. Did right? Yeah. Uh, so I got to meet in person many folks that I've communicated with over the years. Some some new people. Like for example, I didn't know J. Grant Britain. Grant Britain. B r i t t a i n photos dot com. Grant is a very well-known in the skating community as a skate photographer, uh-huh. like mm-hmm. an entire career. So if you Google mm-hmm. Grant Britain, B-R-I-T-T-A-I-N, like a whole world opens up, hmm. you know. And I didn't have, I mean, I just didn't have an opportunity to talk to Grant. That's, too, that's too, how I felt the whole weekend. Too I many would, people. Yeah, you bump into a random person and you start chatting and then like, oh, what do you do? And then they're like, oh, I do this thing. Like, oh, my God. And then there's a... It's amazing. A lot of amazing So people. many amazing people. Jonathan... Paragas, he's the King Jipes. Yep, I just I just hashtagged him like ten minutes ago. He ha- that's the name of I his YouTube hashtagged. channel. King Jipes, J. That's that's a lot. V- I love that name. P E S J V P E S. And uh, sounds he's, like something you say when a skateboarder runs. Over I think your he's foot. he's a younger guy. He is. Yeah, you're and, asking me. Get, and uh, he's part of the Minolta gang. Minolta crew. Multi, no, no, Minolta gang. Oh, Hashtag gang. Minolta gang. Oh. oh. They're thugs. Like, I didn't know that like, was we're a We're thugs. We have our own gang. Yeah. And Jonathan has his own gang. So perhaps we'll be like the Warriors next Should Next meet, day. It'll be like Warriors. We'll meet them in hey, an alley. Hey, Minolta. <laughs> <laughs> Want to play? Come out and play. Yay. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? <laughs> With the film canisters around our fingers. <laughs> I got to meet uh, Chris and Tim from Analog Talk. Analog Talk. Yep. And uh, I got Matt Marash was there. Oh, who, who's that? I know Matt Marash. Yep, Matt. This is a great shot. I don't know if you saw it. I saw it. I don't know who posted it. The first time we tried to do the group shot, it was started to rain, and Matt was on a, on a chair oh, with an umbrella. The umbrella. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know who. Yeah, I don't know who took that either. Uh, another YouTuber, Matt Day, M A T T D A Y, Matt Day Photography, very prolific YouTuber. Yeah, mm-hmm. with a huge fan following. YouTubers, He's like a celebrity. Yes. So some YouTubers don't podcast audio; they do YouTube, and then some podcasters don't use YouTube. It's they like different video. Yeah, it's yeah different, it's different universes. Um, podcasting, by the way, in 2019. And last year has just exploded. And I think, mm. John, you talked about the fact that one of your neighbors doing a po- like everyone's doing a podcast. So I'm surprised podcasts. your child isn't doing a podcast. I, I tried. She, she has a YouTube channel. She did one video and then got yeah. bored. Podcasting is exploding. I can't keep up with the podcast. I'm going to try. Maybe it's mm. a job for Mark Dalzell. Would you be able to track down all the film photography related podcasts? No. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like homework. Jeez. Uh, and then make Justin do it. Megan shoots <laughs> film. Dot com. That's oh, yeah. Megan Barnett. 
She's the underwater photographer. Yeah. You go into her website? No. Is that her name? Yeah. B-A-R-R. Barrett. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Barnett. I've been calling her Megan Barnett all this time. Stoops. Yeah, she hates you for it. Megan Barrett. Megan Barrett. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like Sid. Yeah. Sid's Uh, sister. Is Barrett B-A-R-R-E-T-T? Yeah. No, that's Barnett. Of course it's Barrett. Sid Barnett. Oh, Megan Barrett. I'm sorry. <laughs> Two R's make an N. You didn't know that in the English but language? That's a perfect example. The first night, we, went, we went, all went out to dinner, and I sat down completely by chance next to this woman that I didn't know who it was, and we started chit-chatting, and then she's like, oh, well, I do underwater photography, and I shoot surfers, and mm. here's my stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm just sitting next to the person that took that picture of that sea lion or what, you know, like there was just people everywhere that are fascinating. Mike Padua. That guy. Shoot Film Co. You know Mike? Yeah. Well, I do now. Yeah, he's a great guy. We, I mean, Mike has been a friend of the FPP for years and years. Uh, and um, he's very passionate. Yeah. He had a very uh, awesome uh, PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. He makes some really cool pins. He's got one that I love. That, uh, uh, the, and he, he made a little motto for it. And it's for photography. And the motto says, Art, Science, Luck. And I love that. Jen says she's going to get that as a tattoo. Whoa. Art, science, luck. Uh, you had um, Raquel and Juan Martinez, beers and cameras. Oh, yeah. I had no, the whole family. I had no idea the scope of all these fr- like meetups. Meetups. What would you call it when you franchise them out? A little... Um, franchise. Yeah, franchise, I think is the word. It's like, a, it's like a social club. Yeah, it's a social club, but it's all over the country, and I think it's international as well. What, beers and cameras? Beers and cameras. Yeah. I have to admit, when I walked in there, and two-thirds of the people in the room were wearing those BNC hats, and everyone had BNC stickers. I had never heard of them. I didn't no. know what it was, but no. now I'm now It's a fantastic I'm idea. They yeah, were like great. their own gang, too. They were, yeah. And they had their costumes on already. At the end of the weekend, Matt was walking around with the beers and cameras yep. hat on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Take Kayo. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think he was working with Phil, like, coordinating. Mm-hmm. I never met Take, Take before. Yeah, he was the MC. He was the MC, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm guessing T-A-K-E-K-A-Y-O. Why do I want to say, like, Big Taco? His Big website Taco. is called, I think, Big... Oh, <clears throat> I don't know. I it's not here far. on the sheet in front of me. I'm sorry, Take. Take Kayo. Google. Give it a Google. Lovely guy. The Google. Uh, Trev Lee from the Darkroom. Yep. He's their official photographer and social media expert. He was totally cool. Super, super guy. Yeah. Uh, just so awesome to, to meet these people. And just like in Gilligan's Island, Island and the rest. And the rest. So, I think he's going to have to make the event bigger. It's sold out this year. I think it sold out last year, too. Sold out in 48 hours. Wow. They could have had 1,000 people there. Yeah, it's great. Maybe next year, okay, expand we'll it. Quick break to give uh, John a gift. Oh, what is this? I, this uh, John and John and I give each other gifts of LP. Sorry, Mark. Yeah, that's cool. Um, John gave me an album out of the blue, out of nowhere, of uh, Kevin Morby. Yes, I didn't know who Kevin Morby was. John just hands me the album, but I saw this album, John. I didn't think you knew of it. The Witch of the Train Whistle Sings, Mike Nesmith, yeah. presents. I've never heard of this. This is during his monkey days. Really? He went into the studio, perhaps with the wrecking crew, I'm not sure, and recorded his his compositions, instrumentals. Really? Yeah. Oh, awesome. 
Carlisle Wheeling Tapioca Tundra. Don't call on me. Don't cry now. Papa Jean Blues. Papa Jean's Blues. That's a monkey song, isn't it? It is. You tell me. That's another monkey song. Yes. That's what one of my favorite monkey songs. Ah, oh, it's a punch out. Sorry, I don't John. want it. Take it back. It's called a Stop cutout. the bullet. <laughs> Look like it. I don't think it stopped it. It went all the way through. So we flew into Los Angeles <laughs> on Friday. No, on Thursday. Thank you. Mike. Yeah, Thursday. And we had some time to kill, so we were in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And we stopped at Cinestill Central. Yep. Met the Wright brothers. Yes. We Great toured, guys. We toured the whole facility. We did. Great The whole guys. plant. Yep. And they took us to a lunch, and I had the best uh, fish taco that I've had in a very long time. Fish taco? <laughs> yes. And John had a beer. I had a very... I had a very expensive beer because it's limited edition. Well, it was I, delicious. I, I, when I got back to Jersey, I uh, I, I boosted their their purchase order for ordering of Cinestill. So, so worth mm. it. Yeah. See, and lunches, business lunches work. Yes. Every slideshow that people were showing, everyone had Cinestill patches, or the slideshows always had pictures of Cinestill film in the background, and everyone is super Cinestill. Yeah, everyone's pumped about Cinestill. It's fifty yeah. D. Five hundred. I'm sorry, eight hundred T, one twenty thirty five, and they also have uh, their uh, double X black and white, hmm. which we don't carry because we already have the double X. It's the Eastman five two two double X. Yeah, you ever shoot the double X? Uh, one roll years ago, oh. but I got to get back into it. Yeah, I think you'd, you'd enjoy it. Yeah, I think I brought a I brought a roll with me to California, and I just didn't get around to it. Mm. <laughs> Mail's in. This is just in. This is a package that came in a few weeks ago. Is that chocolate? From E.M. Fleming. It's open. It says Mike Rasso, 126 film. I, 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 It says, Dear Mike and all the FPP crew, I enclosed some treats from the UK plus a camera for you to donate. Oh. I also enclosed two cans of my hand-perforated 126. Mm. This is loose oh. neg, so must be loaded into your Facmatic in the dark. Plus, the perfs like to be on top. I can tell you perforating film with a big 35mm oh. splicer in a big changing tent is as bad as bad a film sweats as you can get. Mm. Keep up the good work and all your support for the film shooters. All the best. Ian Fleming. Let's see. Let's pull it out and see. You got a trip 35. Oh, yeah. Look at Look at his sprockets. <laughs> no, nice the, job. He's lying. <laughs> he sent a Olympus trip 35. Yeah. Oh, nice. Have you shot with this? No. Have you shot with this? I have yeah. one, but yeah. I haven't used it. You, you haven't shot with this? I, uh, I have one. You have a trip 35? Yeah. Well, maybe it's not a trip 35, but I have a trip 34. Trip 34 and a half, whatever it takes. You know, I never realized, Ian, although foolishly, I should have guessed this, I never connected to my brain that Ian is from the UK. Why not? Because I always, like, you know, a letter from Ian Fleming. I, I don't know if in the past correspondence he's ever mentioned he's from the UK. Oh. So I greatly he's appreciate. He's opening up to us. I gra- greatly appreciate because it isn't cheap mm. to send a package wow, over so the expensive. pond. Yeah, so expensive. Frickin' record. So, from uh, uh, hey, Mike, what was that about treats? Oh, hold on. It, the bag's already open. There's nothing left. You have another letter? I got letters. Yeah, give us the letter. This is from Melissa Richard. Uh, it's on a uh, postcard. 
says, uh, hey, FPP, big fan from North Carolina, just writing in to show a little love for what you do. Videos, the podcast videos and store are such great resources and I'm a big fan of Leslie's single frame tips. I started on film in high school, early 90s, and switched to digital for a few years in the late 2000s. When I came back to film in 2013, your site was super helpful in getting me back up to speed. Thanks, Melissa. Well, thanks, Melissa. That's the story that a lot of people have. They uh, shoot film, and then they shoot digital for a while, and then they come back to film. And uh, who's the film guru? FPP. That's right. <laughs> uh, speaking of the darkroom... Secret. I'd like to... I like to now disperse. Oh, this is oh, film. I forgot to ask if fresh. That is back from fresh. the dark room. That's a lot. Mm. How oh, many yeah. rolls did mm. you shoot? Holy smokes! Fifteen. Uh, there Ooh. is a there is a joy when your negatives come back. Yep. Oh, what happened? Or when you're when you're processing your own film. <laughs> I should have known that as soon as I dispersed the negatives, you guys would just go it's off. Just taking ten seconds. Well, just making go ahead. sure I got some image. We're it's with fine. you. Mike, what was, it, what was it that I was trading you for? Oh, your film trap retriever is in the car. My film retriever. Don't let me forget to What am I trading it for? Your broken one. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But there was something else that... Good uh, trade. I know. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, the broken one is very compact. He's, he's trading me a more desirable broken one for a less desirable working one. So that's yeah. a fair trade. And you're going to fix it? Oh, yeah. I'll make it better. I'll do it two at a time. No, Mike, what was I going to trade you for a roll of, one, of Smeva 125? There was something... Oh, 120 Sfema color. Yeah. Sfema. For what? For I don't remember. There was something that, that I, I was going to give you... Did you text it to and me? And you said, what do I owe you for it? Oh, that's in the car. It's that crazy um, movie camera, that 8mm movie camera. Oh, that you got from the... Uh, the Copal. The Copal Sekonic I-300. Remember oh. he said the text? It looks like he a Buck Rogers. The, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've got it in the car for you. You got my film? I hope you crack the window with all these things left in the car. Oh, Is your daughter out there, too? My camera's staying in the car. Everything's in the my car. My daughter's watching all my stuff. In, it's a really big car. Mm. I do want to quickly, it's a nice segue into FPP, uh, filmphotographystore.com, now stocks a uh, full array of Super 8 film. Mm-hmm. Nice. We have... We have the 50D, the 200T, the 500T, Kodak Tri-X. You shot a lot out in California. I did. You did. It's not at, at a lab yet, sadly. And FPP now carrying 100-foot rolls of 16-millimeter film. Mm. It, dig this. Yeah, brother. 50D color. 250D mm. color. 500T color. This is all 16 millimeter? Back up. Yeah. Tri-X black and white. <laughs> yes, it's all 16 millimeter. 16 millimeters? That's, That's crazy. A double X black and white. Jeez. And not roll... I have to roll this. I was able to find the high contrast 5363. Have you ever shot that? I think so. In the that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. It's 25 ISO. Oh, yeah. That's a little fast for me, but uh, yeah, I, I like it. So I was able to get... Some of the last batches of that on 16. Mm. But they only come in big reels. You're all in on 16 millimeter. All in. I got to cut it down. Wow. And it ties in great because FPP is now offering scan services. Super scary scans. And so many FPPers have been sending boxes of movies. Really? Movies they shot and ye old family home movies. Cool. It's really cool. Wow. 
And we received three or four orders for people sending their Lomo Kino movies Ooh. in. Oh, good. For scanning. Dave must the love The ball that. is rolling. Yeah, the ball is rolling. I got, I got some Lomo Kino rolls to, to bring in, too. Oh, are they cut? No. They're, not, they're uncut? They're, they're processed, but uncut. Oh, perfect. Yeah. I'll, perfect. Bring, I'll send them in. And what, you just got disgusted with the idea of scanning them? That you just put them in a, in a box? Yeah, I just put them aside, and I was like, ah, it's going to take me another 12 hours to make this into a jerky movie anyway. So, <laughs> But now I can give it to Dave, and Dave can do make, it in... Make it into a jerky movie. No time. That's right. You can just... What else? Hey, Mike. What else do you have that you oh, have the, the, that you have a lot the world of. exclusive on sixteen millimeter? I, there's so much information that I this is going to be a three hour show fit it in. about nothing. Oh. This is a box from our good friend Shaq Mati. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is so good. I want you to open it, Mark. And let me know if there's a note in there. I can't tell you. <sighs> Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Time to wake this show <laughs> up. Milano's. Mm, Thank you. That's a big a box. gift for you. Hi, Holy Mike. Nikes. Here are some snacks to nosh on during the next podcast. Thanks for making the best podcast in the world from Michael Sherman, a.k.a. Shaq Mahdi, on the Flickr. What's the story behind Shaq Mahdi? Such a great uh, uh Shaq Mahdi, send us an email. I know I know the story, but maybe I don't. How'd you get this? Not in the U.S. Shaq Mahdi, where are you? <laughs> what are you? Where are you? Where in the world is Shaq Mahdi? Oh, my God. What kind of stuff you What's got What's your there? deal? Wow. Whoa, what are those turtles? What are those? Oh, careful of crumbs, guys. Crumbs. Crumbs. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Did you, I thought you would comment Where did you find that? that? Just on Facebook. Open. Fucking crumbs everywhere. I knew you would <laughs> crack up. Mark found, like, it was a candy bar. That's called. It was, it was, it was a Nutri-Green granola bar. You know, you know, the, you know they're, they're like so, super crunchy. Yeah, they're super. But someone had changed the logo, so instead of saying Nutri-Green, it said fucking crumbs everywhere. Because <laughs> that's what it does. <laughs> and then below it in tiny letters it said you need like a bowl or something to eat this shit. So this is a box Ooh. of Pepperidge Farm. Oh my god. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Yeah. Milano dark mm. chocolate. That always makes me think of Alyssa Milano. I don't know why. But more importantly. What are those called? Philadelphia Candies. Chocolate-covered peanut butter sandwich cookies. They're chocolate-covered oh, nut butters. Wow. And this is chocolate-covered cream-filled sandwich cookies, which a.k.a. Oreos. Oh, maybe we should leave those for later or something. No. <laughs> what, are you going to like put a bow on it and give it as a gift to maybe. someone? Maybe. Can I have some? Enjoy your cookies Thanks. while I talk about uh, some of the latest blogs. Well, I was... But I was You're not going to talk about the... I was okay. segueing into the... Oh, this? That's yeah. why I was asking you. What else do you have a world exclusive on for 110 Oh, film? this is not released yet, but we could talk oh. about it. Yeah. We have a 110 film story that is phenomenal. All right, so the, the year was 2012. And Picture it. Jersey City, 2012. The, there was no 110 film available fresh. You had to buy some, like, you had to buy, like, a roll of Solaris or a roll of uh, 1998 expired Kodak. And then out of the blue, on eBay, Mark saw... Off in the distance. Yeah. 110 Fukatsu. F-U-K-K-A-T-S-U. 110 film in black and white, 100. And, four, and color, 400, which was amazing. Yeah. We were completely amazed. We bought a few rolls. I did. Mark did. And Mark corresponded with the, the gentleman selling it. It came from... Hong Kong? Hong Kong. Hong Kong. The guy's name is Norman. Norman from Hong Kong, sure. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, sure it is. And did you get a response from him or no? 
I did. Yeah, I I, I bought some, and um, I told them that we, you know, you might be interested in buying more. So I I passed the torch on to you. Well, no, nothing. Nothing ever transpired. No. Oh, I thought you got a shipment of it for myself. Oh, yeah, you ordered. Oh, just, oh, yeah. just, just I just ordered a few. I just ordered a few rolls. Oh, okay, okay. This is 2012, and the FPP online store was already open. So I don't think I received a, any type of correspondence about how to buy it mm. bulk. Yeah, I messaged back a little bit with them. We got some and tried it, and it was great. Yeah. It was, you know, back when Lomo was, was it their Tiger? <clears throat> what was it, the one they? Tiger 200. They just came out, but it didn't or, No, Orca 110 came out Orca, first. Orca, that's it. Orca Black It was the Orca, white. but the Orca didn't have crumbs. Crumbs. It didn't, have a, it didn't have backing paper. It didn't have a window, so you had to guess your... Your your count. Yeah, remember that? Yes. Did you bring this to London? Yes. Yeah, we we shot. I that shot in London. O- I, I shot Orca that. in London because oh, Orca. Sh- I shot Fukatsu in London. I okay. think I've shot it as well. Um, but the wonderful thing about the Fukatsu color is, even though Lomo in 2012, later later 2012, came out with their color Tiger 200, mm-hmm. this is 400 and is properly notched. Mm-hmm. Like the cartridges are notched a certain way, so more sophisticated cameras. Can read the ISO. And then uh, later in 2012, or maybe in the summer of 2012, like a... Vanished. Gone. Puff, in a puff of smoke. Fukatsu, Just as quickly as it came. It's called Films Reborn was the company. It disappeared. And their, their 110 film was called Fukatsu, and it just disappeared all these years, Mark and I and John. Oh, and let me just say, yes. to the conspiracy theories, theorists out there... It was not repackaged Lomography film because Loma mm. wasn't using backing paper or they didn't have windows in their cartridges. The, the, um, the injection molding was completely different. The film stock was different. Like, this definitely was not Lomo. It was something completely new. It was its own thing. Somebody spent a huge amount of money. Yes, they did. To, to make this stuff. So, 2012 and then gone. disappeared. All these years later, I get an email from one of my suppliers saying, Hey! Uh, we're getting what we think is the only existing shipment of some 110 film, Fukatsu. This is in 2019. Are you interested in this? And I didn't wait even a second. I said, yes, I'm interested, and I would like to buy all of it. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Unbeknownst to me that it was a lot We have two it. million rolls. A right. lot of it. <laughs> a lot. A lot. It's a lot. Like an eBay. A lot. L-O-T. Yeah. But so today... As we're recording this podcast, it shows up from the supplier. And pallets of film. Pallets of film. And the most amazing thing about this, which brings up a whole new theory, is that the expiration... Was exp- I was expecting like 2013 or 2014 latest expiration date. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, oh, f- this Fukatsu disappeared in 2012. Who knew? I-, I thought maybe Norman was killed. He fell off a pallet. Espionage. I mean, some, stuff some happens. Kind of film espionage. Yeah. Maybe he started the Enterprise and he got in over his head and it yeah. like implodes. Yeah. Which is possibly still a theory because how is it that this stock was remaining? But the new amazing thing is that this stock expired last December, 2018. Wait, that one? See, the one I pulled out of the box expired December 2019. It's still fresh even. It's the, fresh film. doesn't make any sense. How is that possible? Who's making this? But there's so many possible theories. Or do you think they produced it all in one batch and that he just... He just post-dated it 10 years? just post-dated. No. It's Who a, knows? In the last year or two, they did another run and you... I don't know. It's, it's completely a real, mysterious. real 
mystery. Well, how many places in the world make 110 film? Two. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you Lomo have- and Fukatsu. Yeah, but... I mean, where's there a plant to make that much 110 Well, this film? says it's made in China. China? Yeah. Yeah. China. Yeah. China? Like I said, China. I'm sure it's made okay. within 20 miles of Hong Kong, just like everything else in the world. Let's say China. And I don't know where Lomography film is made. I'm guessing it's also made in China. 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 You take China. 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 I love them. Why are you saying that? That's how Trump Why am I saying it. that? That's how Trump says it. He says China. 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 I have to have my China. China. China because China. 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 Fukatsu 110 film, 400 ISO. Come and get it. Black and white 100 ISO. Come and get it. Uh, it's not yet in the FPP online store, but sign up for the newsletter. Come get it soon. Come get it. Film <laughs> photography. But not right now. Hold on. Filmphotographyproject.com. <laughs> sign up for the newsletter and you'll get a newsletter about when we're going to release this film. So. But I, I just, it's, I don't even like 110, but I think it's astounding that... It's the same box, right? That exists. It's exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's astounding that you have the, like, the world cornered, the world market on 110 other than Lomography, which is crazy. Check uh, it out. 127, just for folks who shoot 120. This is like a film explosion, folks. 127, uh, we now carry the black and white 400, 127, and color slide 100. 127. Of what? It's made by... Um, You're making it yourself? No, 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 no. It's made in Japan. Uh, Rara Pan. Hi. Oh. And Rara Chrome. Oh. Wow. Yeah. E6-127? Yeah. That sounds like something you would like. Sign That's me up. That's interesting. I'll dig my Yoshika 44 out. Yeah. That'd be nice. Hmm. Uh, F is for Fuji. You guys get the newsletter? Hi. Well, this is F is for Fuji. Yes. Say, you know... Another supplier was like, oh, hey, uh, I have all this Fuji film. And um, it's very inexpensive. It's fresh. Fresh. So uh, the FPP online store, if it's still available by this date, which, by the way, is uh, March uh, 18th. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Happy Monday, everybody. Yeah. We we're selling it for $1.99 a roll. What? <laughs> yeah. Outrageous. What is it? Dollar ni- to I dollar- mean, what's the, what's the film? Fuji Superior 200. Oh, oh, that yeah, yeah, I did see that Superior. And uh, the most surprising things we're offering also boxes of fifty, like a fifty count box. Yeah, mm. no, those are comes in a nice green box. Didn't those sell out? Uh, maybe by now, yeah. fifty rolls. It's got to be a thousand dollars, isn't it? It's ninety nine dollars. What? Oh! Uh, so I'm just you know I'm just happy that I mean Fuji announced a thirty percent increase in their prices. And I was able to buy it so inexpensively. I really just want to pass that along to, to you guys at home. I mean, we're make. I mean, FPP's making pennies on that. So when you're buying it, if you buy some other stuff, it's greatly appreciated. Mm. So, but every now and then, it's nice to have you know a, a bargain. I think we're all inundated with price increases in our lives. I'm tired yeah, of it. The way, that's the way it goes. That's the way the I world know, works. But, how does that work, John? Every year, Kodak increases 5%. Every year, Ilford increases 5%. Shouldn't they set the clock back? <laughs> yeah. And go back to the 5%. Pricing. Yeah. Go every, if the whole world went back to 1980 pricing, how about 1955 pricing? All right, fine. Get a hamburger for five cents? The, p- the pizzeria by me one day a week does 1980s menu. Stop like, everything it. Everything is the same price it was in 1980 when they opened up their store. Hmm. 
Like One day a week? Get a slice. That's pretty good. Or maybe it's a month. I don't know. They have 80s. 80 or whatever. Day. That's pretty cool that they do it. How much is the pie? I don't know. $20. They were the most $4. expensive pizza place in the world when they opened. <laughs> uh, okay, let's take a quick break. I'm trying to find And the break is us. Let's, let's yeah, get into the mood. Oh, that's nice. Although it always reminds me of uh, Greg and his brothers and the Brady gang when they go to Hawaii. <laughs> And they find yes, and they find the tiki doll. You see yeah. that one? Uh, I've seen enough of the clips of it that I know what it's about. And it brings all kinds. There's a spider that that crawls all over yep. Peter. Yep. Greg falls off his surfboard. Yep. Wow. And then the little kid, what was his name? Bobby gets stuck in the uh, cave with Vincent Price. Uh, Professor Whitehead. You, you remember it? Yes. <laughs> and they got the information from Mister Honolay. Yep. Yep. And Honolay. then when the parents, when the Brady where parents, Puff the Magic Dragon is from, when the parents. When they can't find the kids, they go to Mr. Honolay, and all he said to the parents was, I do nothing wrong. (laughs) I do nothing wrong. I do nothing wrong. But here's Mark Dalzell to give us an update on yet another, another community darkroom. Uh-oh. I hope you're talking about... Aloha, Mike Caputo. Oh. There's a few days left. It's over. It's done. No, it's not over. It's done. It's over. Nothing is over! Nothing! It's over, Mike! It was over on the... It's over when I say it's over. 15th. Yeah, oh, today. Can you, can you confirm that? Yeah, well, we know. He, he beat his thing. And he I just it. told you. Um, you don't believe me? Hey, John, is it done? It's done. It's confirmed. When did... Uh, we're talking about Hawaii Darkroom. Yes. I know what you're talking and about. And when did the Kickstarter end? Well, to the listeners at home, three days ago. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. We did it. Mike, I let you down. Did you not chip How'd in? you let him down? Because I looked at the date and I said, oh, we could still do a podcast and talk about Hawaii Darkroom. <laughs> well, we still, can, goal. we still can. Yeah. I mean, he met his goal. It's not like he failed. So he's got the money. Now we're just letting anybody know. Oh, but the Kickstarter ended. Kickstarter is ended and fully funded and he got his money. He's putting in the plumbing. Probably as we speak. He's, yeah. He's building in larger tables and sink Stuff's already in. If you, if you go to his Kickstarter page, he, he posted some beautiful shots of what it looks like. Oh, okay. There you go. Do you have an update on the Obscure Dark Room? Like, what's the yes. lo- what's going on with Obscure? Dark That's where room? I thought you were going. Obscure okay. Dark Room is fully operational. Uh, it's swinging. She she uh, I, I go in there every week. I go in there every Wednesday afternoon and print. And um, she said last this past Sunday she had three people in at the same time printing, which she wasn't even prepared for so it's getting there she's offering classes look i brought some of my prints you want to see my prints yes yes this is this is I what do. i'm doing oh this is a picture of my daughter this is the one i'm proud of though i think this is like my that's like my uh why do you like that my one? gallery shot I don't know, it looks I like a polaroid i could just see oh that's true with the with the board around the bottom i don't know i could just see that like hanging up in a little gallery or a bathroom it's a picture of a brick wall that don't I sell shot. yourself short and someone wrote like uh a magnetic poetry poem on it. Hold up the one of your daughter. This this picture is shot on FK twenty five. My favorite film way? of all time. Look this way. It's very contrasty. It, but it's soft. Oh, yes. It's so my, soft and contrasty. Hold it a little closer to your face. My face? Yes. I love that smile. That smile. You getting a big glare? No, it's nice. No, it's, it's that kitty smile where they just don't quite understand the concept of smiling yet. I just somebody wrote this poem on the wall with a paint pen that just cracks me up because the poem says 
The learn, last time that we saw each other, learn that I whispered that I loved you into your left cheek. Learn that poem. You smiled and walked inside. Learn that poem. I just thought it was funny. Learn that poem. And then, thanks, thanks, Mike. Learn it. And then, so uh, two days ago, this week when I went in, someone had donated to Jen a couple of big tubs of darkroom equipment and a couple of cameras. And one of the cameras that they donated was a Crown Graphic. That's crazy. And she's never shot medium Get format. Get out of town. So I loaded up some T-Max. It was all operational. Fully operational. That's insane. Um, mostly operational. 90% operational. But, uh, so I loaded up a couple of film holders. We went in. Um, I showed her how to like open it and focus it and shoot it and this and that. How to you know dark slides and flip the thing and the black side and the white side and all the you know the major and minor arcana of shooting large format photography. And then mm-hmm. we went into the dark room and did contact prints. It's over here. Contact prints. Oh, let me see that contact. Yeah. Oh, look at Mark. So we t- we did portraits of each other with a wistful look in his eye. That's it. I'm dressed now. Exactly where did you get the, the T Max 400 from? Uh, from you. Oh. A couple of years ago, you, one of your distributors was blowing out some film, and I bought all of it. Oh, I remember that. You had it I bought like 400 sheets of 4x5. You had it loaded already, or you loaded it there? I loaded it for her. Like I, yeah, I loaded she, it in the darkroom. Jennifer it. from the Obscure Darkroom must have been very happy and proud you were shooting T-Max, her film. Well, she just bought some. Yeah, she, she said she bought some from you that oh, nice. day. She bought some T-Max 100, I think, from you. I have to say, Mark, this is a very handsome picture of you. Thank you. You look, arti- you look artistic in that's it. My, that's my Instagram he's, profile looks, picture now. He looks like he's a very, uh, like a scholar who's just having a lighter that's moment. That's my book jacket yep. picture. And also your exactly. hair is very scholarly. Like today, your hair looks more like a little more Frank. You look like a very serious guy who's having a light moment. <laughs> it was a windy day that day. Okay. And I took a, what I think is a really great picture of her. So if well. I go to the obscure darkroom, can I get a contact print of a portrait someone takes of me? Contact! Yes. Oh. For fifteen dollars an hour, you can do whatever you want. Do you know in there. what I have in stock? It's like international waters. Do you know what I have in stock here with the FPP? No, Harmon, which is Ilford, Ilford Harmon, mm-hmm. Harmon, a positive paper. Really, mm. it's four by five paper that when you develop it, it, just comes up as a positive. That would be fun. You know what I have loaded in four by five holders? We almost shot it. Was I still have my Galaxy four by five positive paper? It's the same thing, right? Uh, it's very low ISO, sunlight only. No, it's not. It's uh, th- the thing about the Galaxy was the Galaxy was twenty five ISO, which is like lightning speed for paper. Because yeah, I think the Ilford is like ISO not even four, ISO one or two, I think, right? Yes, correct. So you can you could shoot it, but you would have to shoot it in like direct sunlight. You know the the Obscura Dark Room in Newark, New Jersey, had their grand opening January. The whole gang was there. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. I haven't. I haven't transferred it yet. The 16 millimeter film that I shot. Oh, oh! Just came back from the lab. Oh, you have it developed. Developed, nice. yeah. So give, I just give it to Dave. I got to scan it on yeah. one day. I got to yeah. splice it together. But you know, I, I want to say a little a little thing that I did by mistake that I loved, which was my first one. I went to print in the dark room. I accidentally put so I put this down on the enlarger table, the paper. I put the negative on top. And then we put a piece of glass on top. I've never done contact printing, so I didn't know. At home, you're probably thinking, yeah, duh. So then I put the thing, and I put the glass, and then we hit the enlarger for six seconds and whatever. So I did that my first one, and when I went to take it off of the enlarger table, I realized I had exposed it upside down by mistake. Oh. So I thought, ah, well, the paper's opaque. So I flipped it over, and I did it again. Is that why you got that double image? And I, uh, Yeah, I got a mirrored I see the mirror ghost image? image of myself yeah. from exposed through the back of the paper. It looks like... A, Which is super cool. So it weird. looks like a, like a bad Photoshop 
I know. It's like my high school portrait put, like, from 1991. Yeah. Wow. But I thought it was kind of a cool, like, perfect mirrored image of myself. So, John, are you excited to go down to the obscure dark room? Yeah, I have to dig through my black and white film and get some photos that See, are I'm worthy. more excited. Well, you just brought, you got, you know, it doesn't have to be black and white. You know, oh, no? this was actually a color negative. Oh, was it really? That I printed. Oh. Did you develop your black and white 4x5, develop the film, and then contact print it the same day? In the same hour. How did you yeah. get your film we so load, dry? We loaded the film. Shot the film, processed the film, dried the film, printed the How film. How did you dry the film? Uh, we hung it up in her drying tent for a while. Okay. And then I waved it around for the last 10 See, minutes. See, I think that's very satisfying to take a 4 by 5 just do a contact print, and you're done. Yeah. It's so, yes. I mean, it's never going to get sharper than that. It's a beautiful size. Yeah, I love it. I love the black border. It, yeah, it has a very neat look to it. I love, the, you know, like seeing the edging and seeing the, the Kodak 400. You know, now, does, does the Obscura have uh, a color processor yet? Yeah, they've got two color enlargers and the color processing. She's been doing color printing for a few weeks now. Oh, get out of town. Yeah. But you can't do a contact print with color. It's different. That I don't know. Yeah. Why not? I don't know. Tell me. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I don't, I don't know why out. you wouldn't be able to. Wow. It's the same as if you're putting the negative directly on the paper as opposed to suspending it two feet above the paper. What's the difference? So much news. I'm overwhelmed. We ran a blog last week about uh, our good friend Kevin Lane. Oh, thank you. Kevin Lane. Kevin Lane. He is a photographer. He's a teacher who, he's a teacher who, sh- who teaches music, of but course. also introduced photography to his students. Oh, good on you. The doctor of rockology. Oh, yeah. I did see Woodstation Elementary. Out loud, please, John. Oh, John's reading it, but to himself. <laughs> His lips are moving. <laughs> they did. Uh, they shot, shot with the FPP Debonairs on 120 film, and did contact prints to sun on sun paper. And where is this? I, I Wood Georgia. Station Elementary in Georgia. Yeah. Georgia, USA. Yeah, USA, USA. Cool. That's fantastic. It's fantastic, right? Yeah, third, fourth, and fifth graders. 240 students. That was a lot of kids. It's a lot of kids. Good on you, buddy. That's a lot of debonairs. Yeah, photography uh, and rock and roll. Perfect also, combo. we recently reintroduced our Retrochrome in uh, our Retrochrome 436 exposure rolls because people were screaming for it. And this gave me uh, an opportunity to finally um, tell this true story. True story. The origin of retrochrome. Retrochrome essentially comes from Area 51. Really? Yeah, yeah no, for real. This came off of that crashed spaceship in Roswell. Yep, it's called the Tonopah Test Range in Nevada, oh. and it's part of the Sandia National Laboratories. It was founded in oh. 1948. Give me that. Yeah. yeah, look at this. John doesn't believe. Do you see that camera? Yeah. This? Do you see the top of the camera? That's where 2,000-foot rolls of film get loaded. That's crazy. Into that camera. So when they're sh- when they're either blowing something like high, up. Probably high speed, too. Oh, yeah. That's super yes, high, high speed. Yes, 2,000 yeah. feet is probably 10 minutes of so e- shooting. So if they're doing like a rocket test or an explosion, they shoot they're it shooting it. Slow motion. With, with crazy ectochrome. That's cool. With high-speed ectochrome. Ectochrome. So... So this was developed specifically for the military. Yes. Military use. Yes. 
That's and, pretty awesome. And it's really, really fascinating. So you, I... Oh, yes? Sorry, you finished your story, then I was going to mention. So it's 2004 expired. I'm guessing that they did either a digital conversion or the program got shut down. Because a room full... You remember the room yeah, full of... they probably lost all yeah. their funding and they have a ton of film left over. The only thing crazier than the number of Fukatsu... <laughs> the number of Fukatsu films sitting out there is the amount of retrochrome in that room. <laughs> Matter of fact, that's probably even crazier. But such a beautiful... You like it, right? Yeah. You know my favorite God. shot is of your daughter with a doll. Oh, standing in the... in the Yeah. yeah. It's called the Girl Standing in Playground with Doll. Mm-hmm. It's called Tough Girl. Yep. So, in fact. Uh, this is a fascinating story. I just wanted to share it with everyone that, that Retrochrome is indeed from the Area 51 for surveillance mm-hmm. from the ground of, uh, well... Its roots go back to the Manhattan Project. That's correct. That's correct. That's pretty and, and the thing is, from the beginning, John, Kodak was supplying film to this program. Whatever they were doing out there, blowing things up, yep. shooting things in the air. Nuclear tests. Yep. You know, it's not related to retrochrome. It's not related to FPP in any way, but it reminded me, the military aspect reminded me of a story that I just read. Um, I don't know if you want to, if this is interesting enough for you to post a link or whatever it is, but on National Geographic last month, they posted a story about the the satellite photography that they used to do, that they were doing in the 60s. Mm. Uh, when they wanted to send the Apollo mission to the moon, they needed to scout the surface first to see where they could land safely. And there's this whole article explaining how, in 1961, 1962, 63, how they shot film orbiting the moon, developed it in orbit around the moon. Really? And then sent, now keep in mind, these are negatives, sent the images back to Earth in 1963. Wow. And it's astounding. Was it one of the early Apollo? This or? was before they, yeah, well, this is during the Apollo program. Before it's like they a photo landed on booth the moon. up in the circling the atmosphere. But, they, but then they scanned it. They digitally scanned it and sent the pictures back to That's Earth. That's pretty which wild. Is crazy. Can I read a little bit of it? Was it fax technology? Yeah. Basic, it was. I, it would it have was to optical, be, right? It was optical fax. John asked me today why I have, we have a fax machine. It's hidden away like a dirty secret. But it's operational. There. That's you, how he gets his Columbia house. Uh, yeah, with you know any people forms. that have fax machines? I have a fax machine. Okay. I pull it? it out once a year or two if I have to like hand sign something. And exactly, fax it to a insurance company. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, well, you hand sign it and then you scan it. Scanner replaces. Yeah, some a places fax. Yeah. you want a fax. Yeah, I have to fax. It's bull. The digital copy is not like legally binding or whatever. That's like saying you know uh, our our album is only available on CD. Yeah, not vinyl or digital streaming. What else you got, Mark? Well, I want to read some. Go of ahead, this. read it because it's interesting. It's fascinating. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna read it directly from the site. Developing film usually requires rinsing the negatives in a series of liquid chemicals which would wreak havoc inside of a satellite in microgravity. Mm. Instead, the lunar orbiters used the Kodak Bimat transfer processing system, which was classified by the CIA until 2001 because it was primarily created for reconnaissance. It was classified for 50 years. The film had to be moved precisely first from the storage spool to the lens, then to a holding area as the remaining photographs were taken, and finally to the development stage where a layer of chemical-infused gelatin was pressed up against the film. The tasks were completed in aluminum tubs about the size of watermelons. Um, and then, this is the thing that fascinated me, the film was then moved in front of a scanner 
that shone through it and recorded the brightness levels of each minuscule section it measured. Those numbers were then sent by radio signal to NASA's deep space communication centers in Spain, Australia, and the U.S., where the measurements were received on magnetic tape. Hmm. Image processors could then use the numbers to recreate the film exposures on Earth and paste the strips together to develop the highly detailed photographs. You can take a magnifying glass and look at them really closely and just see all this detail. It's really unbelievable, they say considering this was mid to late 60s. Like, if you look at the original photographs yeah. of the lunar surface, like, the detail that they were getting is wow. amazing. Yeah. And that, all those cross-sections are different. These oh, are, those in, are the strips. These are the individual strips. Wow. Just from beaming little light bulbs through a negative in space. Oh, my God. And then... It's amazing. Uh, uh, yeah. So, anyway, check it out. National so, Geographic. Check it out. The, the, the title is, uh, Moon Photos from the 1960s Were Developed in Space, Here's How. Hmm. I was wow. stunned. Pretty cool. This is the fiftieth fiftieth anniversary of uh, Apollo landing on the moon. Apollo yeah. eleven. Eleven. Yeah. As a matter of fact, there's a movie coming out. Apollo eleven. Yes. Hmm. It's very interesting. Did you see First Man? Never. It was great. About uh, the first man to orbit. First man in space. The movie out of the atmosphere of the Earth. Okay. What was his name? Buzz Aldrin. Okay. You ever see the? Was it, it was good. You ever oh, seen Neil Armstrong? Incredible Aldrin. Melting Man, John. The Incredible Melting Man, no. Space, that was about Space Mission 2. Yeah. Gone, Swiss Army Man. Gone back. Daniel Radcliffe is on yeah. Netflix right now. It's this, pretty cool. This is, for real, this is from Christopher Paulson. Okay. I, Pat Paulson. I, I've listened to Pat Paulson for president. Yeah. I've listened to a few of your episodes lately. And the one about the Viewmaster. Oh, boy. Anyhow, I'm a professional photographer for my day job. And just yesterday, a brief came in. For a Nike event, and they've requested I shoot things that will be compatible with Viewmaster. What? And a company is going to be manufacturing the discs. Wow, cool. So it's still out there being made. How about that? Yeah. We'll try to get the details. How, why? Hi from sunny Melbourne. Good day. Yeah. Chris uh. Paulson is pronounced, think Chris Christofferson. That's what it says. Okay. All right. I believe you. Cool. That's who who to thunk that. So it's using Nike's using it as a promotional tool. I guess they're going to hand out yeah Viewmaster discs. Viewmasters as a that's that's cool. That's I'm telling you that's that's going that would be a hip thing if you were making your own mm-hmm. Viewmaster. If discs. you went to the, the the what is that League of Extraordinary Gentlemen thing that you go to? Mm-hmm. What's that called? <laughs> the Race of Gentlemen. And you shot Viewmaster and went back the following year. Oh, people would be blown that'd away. That'd be crazy, dude. That'd be cool. Yeah, I would love to. I'm dying you, to go back to that. You have to be invited. Uh, I, I mean, it's a spectator event. I can go, but the magic happens in the pits and on the track. You know, which is, if you also have to have press would be amazing to shoot. I mean, the sincerely uh, vintage burlesque shows. Yeah, there dark. are a lot of shows. Only if they do it on the beach in the sun because it's dark. Oh, Ooh. gotcha. <laughs> that Viewmaster needs yeah. full sun. So Mark Dalzell, when we were at the film Padea in San Clemente, brought your Viewmaster camera, yeah. and you shot two discs worth yeah, of film. Yeah, a couple of fresh discs. I shot discs. four or five discs worth of film, but I made two discs. But yeah, we were, just, we were all passing it around. We, literally, they lined up earlier to look at these discs, yep. and they're amazing. They're, they're ooh and ah worthy. Um, I posted them all on my Flickr and on my Instagram uh, the Instagram, they're kind of tiny on a mobile device. But if you look up on the, uh, look at them on Flickr and you know how to do the crossed right. eyes thing, you can make them go. Now, would you guys go back to Padea? 
Definitely. Yeah, really? Absolutely. Oh my god, yeah. Why you I, go back I go ju- better prepared. You go back just to bring the Viewmasters. I I I, I mean I'm going to bring a whole new batch of cameras next time. I might bring like a, a regular stereo camera next time, do some slides. So now uh, that you slides. know what it's about, what would you how would you approach it differently? Well, I wouldn't. Okay. I mean, unless unless there was something else for me to do, but yeah, I mean, I would just it was just fun to be there and be inspired and I came back with all these ideas of things I want to do and Makes me want to be a better photographer. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think you could head up a segment called Kooky Cameras? <laughs> Off the top of my head, yes, I probably could. A, a segment talking about oddball, oddball photography that has very satisfying results. Yeah, is kind of cool. I mean, the Viewmaster comes to mind. Yeah, yeah, I, I like weird. That's weird very cameras. kooky. My uh, like the Mercury Two. That's another one of my favorites. Just weird stuff. This is from um, Imogen, or is it Imogene? Imogene? Imogene, Imogene. Imogene Davis. We, at the Bright Rooms, have been listening to your show at work and wondering if you would do a shout-out. Of course. We're we're Southeast London-based open-access darkroom and studio. We built our darkroom from scratch to provide a unique professional working environment to facilitate photographers and printers to help build the community and share our love of analog. We also run courses in darkroom printing. What was that noise? And film developing every month, along with specialist workshops and guest photographers and artists. If you're ever in London, please come in and check us out. I will. Another reason to go to London, Mike. The Bright Rooms team. I'll be back there again. So we've been compiling a list of reasons to go to London. You know what another reason to go to London would be? To see Darren's base. Bright room. To see Darren's brand new base. That's to see Darren Riley's brand new base. Uh, oh, I hear it, but now I want to see it. Analog Wonderland, it. spelled English oh, style. Yeah. Analog Wonderland now carries FPP hand-rolled films. Yay. An, uh, John's checked out, I think. Yay. No? No? He's still with us? John, you having a good time? Well, every time I go to talk, you guys are just talking over me, so I'm just being mellow. Sorry, John. Do you go have something ahead. to say? Sometimes. Okay, go ahead, John. I'm sorry. I have nothing to say right now, but go ahead. <laughs> so, Analog Wonderland is a UK-based online web store, and many folks in the UK don't purchase products from the FPP because of the intense shipping. shipping. You buy one stick of film and have to pay 16p. Really? To that get much? Not p pounds well a p yeah. is a, not a pound what's a p pence if you put a roll of Six, film 16 cents oh if you put a roll of film in, a, in an envelope it's going to cost like 12 16 dollars just to send it over it's ridiculous there. It's ridiculous yeah but then again i mean we say oh it's ridiculous they don't have media mail but just think about it i mean you know it's going yeah. very far yeah right yeah Going across a freaking ocean. Well, now they don't need to worry about it because now they got analog wonderland. I would like to give a shout out uh, to Paul who runs Analog Wonderland, because it's a great sacrifice. I mean, no one's making a lot of money on film. It's just, a, really, I'm, I'm, I'm completely in awe of the amount of love people mm. have for film that Paul, who, you know, he, this is a startup. He has a, a full-time job, but he wants to turn this into his full-time job. Why not? And he's just selling film. Please do go to Analog Wonderland if you're in Europe and pick up... Um, you want to get some of that tasty hand-rolled yeah. FPP film? I sent him some... Sema 125. 
Yeah. Do they have that? Yes. Oh. Get that. FN64, they got it. That's Great good. stuff. Got it is it. good stuff. Got what else? It. Oh, uh, Retrochrome, got it. Got it. Uh, Eastman Double X 5222, got it. Got it. Here is the thing C41 kits. Oh, go oh no yes. way. Oh, yes. Gone. I'm sure. Hey, how about this? Fukatsu. Oh, <laughs> I already sent Paul an email. <laughs> hey, Fukatsu. That'd be awesome. Hey, but Fikatsu. that's yet another reason to go to London. We go to London. Yeah. I mean, my God, we got man. We could Darren and Becky. So many, so many cool people. The bright places. rooms. Yeah, this is the photography store. Remember the photographers' gallery? Oh, the, oh, store. They carry FPP film too. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, that's right. I didn't get there. It's part of a museum. Photographers' gallery store. Yeah. Is saying. that the one that's got the museum in it? Yeah. Is that the one that I stumbled into? Yes. Without realizing they yes. sold FPP film. Yes. Huh. But this guy was like, well, I'm hoping that Analog Wonderland opens a storefront because then, because we need a home base. Mm. If we visit, yeah. last time we. We need a place to go to the bathroom when we're doing photo walk. <laughs> well, that, that camera museum place, that was, that was, it's very tiny, but that, it's like two blocks from the British Museum, which oh, is, is a right? pretty good location. Yeah. I'm sure Paul can hook us up with like a pub. I'm sure he can. Yeah. Four or five at least. Uh, of course, do they have, have, is there, does Beers and Cameras have a, like pints and cameras over there? I don't know. But I do know that uh, there's also the Sunny 16 podcast, which is England-based. That's an England-based oh, that's podcast. Oh. So maybe they could, you know, host us. We could join forces. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. Like, like the, the Mighty Morphins, like create a big film robot. <laughs> really fast. Uh, you know about the Derev pan? A lush new black and white film? The Rev Duran? <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, John. Did you have something to say? No, I could turn the floor over to you. No, I got nothing. Um, I was. <laughs> I like it. Uh, well, I, I shot. This, I shot that picture. That's the backyard of Polly's Pancake Parlor in Sugar Hill, New Hampshire. Polly's Pancake Parlor. It's freaking great. How big are the, the pancakes? picture or the pancakes? How big are the pancakes? Or Polly. No, it's just the pancakes are amazing. So get this, right? Yeah. Polly's Pancake Parlor. You go there. That's a lot of The peace. waiter or waitress takes your order. Then they, that waiter or waitress leaves and goes make your They make your They're order. They're all the cooks. Yes. All of them cook individually. They cook your order, then bring it back to you. Well, they have like one big flat oven in the back? Or they all just no. stand there waiting to use the oven? I the was stove, rather. amazed. It's, I'm, I'm sure some of our listeners have been to Polly's Pancake Parlor. So they just hire a whole bunch of chefs to also be waitstaff. Yep. Interesting. So I had my uh, Olympus Stylus Epic load up with Derev Pan 200. Um, this is a new... Any pictures of Polly's pancakes? See, this is... So if I turned around 180 degrees, 180 or 90 degrees, if I turned around... 180 degrees. If I turned around 180 degrees, I would be taking a picture of Polly's pancake parlor. That's their backyard. That's pretty cool. That's in New Hampshire? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe your old man knows about him. Uh, he may. What, what part of New Hampshire? Sugar Hill. I don't know. So Derev. Not that part. <laughs> not, it's a, it's, nobody it's a, goes there. No, the, no, not that side. It's a brand, the bad part it's a brand new panchromatic black and white film named after the forests of the Ukraine, its country of origin. It's a scientific aerial photographic film. So unlike, not unlike the, the uh, Sandia film labs... Except these cameras were, are mounted onto bottoms of planes. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. So you put huge, you know, you put a big pancake of film into a camera in a plane, 
to shoot surveillance mm-hmm. of forests and greens. The know. landscape. That's right. That's right. For topography. It features uh, extremely fine grain, and it distinguishes subtle shades of green, mm. resulting in rich and nuanced black and white photos. When you say subtle shades of green, oh, when you're shooting in black and white, or are you saying you should, like, if you scanned it in no, no. color, you would get green? Oh, no, 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 no. What are you saying? Black and white film. But yeah, yeah. if you shot forest, yeah. you, would see a, you would see a separation between the Lots types of, of trees. Oh, I see. That's cool. I, yeah. I should try so that. So it's very sensitive to green. Yep. Interesting. Huh. Hand-rolled, 36 exposure rolls. Hmm. Which, uh, uh, which brand? That's not, too much. Which uh, speed <laughs> is this? Hunch? Hunch, two hunch or four hunch. Oh. And uh, right now, there's an introductory price of five ninety nine. That's ridiculous. It is. That's, Mike, that's not how enough. can you do that? Mike, that's not enough. It's not enough. <laughs> but you're going to have to sell the rolls. <laughs> well, it's like I'm introducing it. I want people I to get, you know, a nice deal. You want to get them hooked. First one's always free. Well, Mark Ish. D has been shooting DirevPan. Yeah, I was just going to pull up a yeah. picture to show John. Sh- Under I its sh- uh, I previous... I shot a roll out in Cali. Beautiful. Yeah, that is it. gorgeous. And our super pal Alex Laux also wrote a blog. I, yeah, he shot. He did a blog. So uh, let's see. Yeah, one of these has got to be the dev pan. You got a derev pan? Or whoa, yeah, derev four hunch. Oh, and this one too. The car picture. Oh yeah, it's a good one. I one. could just tell by the negative. It's beautiful. One of the yeah. last things I have for today. Um, you know, it has eluded us from the longest time, mostly out of just being confused. <laughs> I'm serious. What? what? Film washi. Oh, I want to get into that stuff. Yeah, film, film washi. Yeah. It's the smallest motion pi- it's the smallest film manufacturing company. Yeah. It's it's Lomig. Huh? Everyone he, who works there is tiny. Lomig, he's he's from France. Yeah. He has his own thing going on, which is great. I love I love people who have their own thing going on. You know? It's a yeah, completely unique yeah. stuff. I don't know what you're talking about, so... So me. we're going to be carrying two types. We're going to start with two types here in the FPP. F? Oh. <laughs> and S. And you. <laughs> <laughs> so the S... Listen to this, John. Yeah. This is a 50 ISF... I'm sorry, S. S is in Sally. Yes. S is in Sprank. It's going to come in 35 and 120. Ooh. It's sound recording film. It's 50 ISO. It's film used by motion picture professionals for sound recording, huh. in which requires very fine grain, How ultra do you record high sound on film. Sound, sound on, on film. film. Uh, We're stupid. I know. Let's Together. see what I have. Some information on S. Here, here we go. S is used for motion picture sound recording, which needs ultra high definition, guaranteed by anti halation layer. Between oh. the film base and the emulsion. Interesting. So the anti-halation is in the middle. It's, it's, in, it's like it's an a Oreo. Sandwich. It's a sandwich, is what it is. Yeah, it is a sandwich. It's nuts. Hmm. Wow, and that's 50 ISO? 50. Hmm. This film is not completely red sensitive and can be affect the results of your pictures. Sky can easily be overexposed. Use diffuse light if you want to reduce contrast. Okay, so it's high contrast. And then F. What? No, I like that. Yeah. F. This is medical fluorographic x-ray film used for mass lung disease diagnosis. Oh, jeez. And it's, no, it sounds like you want to just throw it's up in gross. your mouth. Well, right? I won't use it. I yeah. never take pictures of lungs. 
and is the first time such films made available in 135. It is truly unique that it, that is coated without anti-halation, a high diffuse effect and beautiful grain. So you're going to get like like the almost like the um, do you remember that stuff that uh, the glow? Yeah, what was that glowy film that you the recently Polypen? Showed? Polypen. Yeah. But I'm guessing this is 100 ISO. Polypen F. See? It's F. Oh my god. Mm. Wow, you think there's a connection there? I wonder. Mm. Yeah, the letter F. F. But F, Polypan was also 100 ISO, and this just F is 100 ISO. Do you think it's a connection? Well, I want to get F'd. It says, being coated without anti-halation, the unique film offers high diffusion effect and beautiful grain, mm. portrait, still life, landscape, and all classic subjects. That's got mm. me written all over yeah, it. I'm dying to nice. try that. I'd love to shoot some portraits with that. So this comes in what 35. What about the, he was doing the paper negatives too, right? Wasn't that him? Yes, uh, uh, on the actual that. Japanese washi Yeah, paper. it was amazing. It was amazing, but very specialized. Well, I could imagine doing a gallery show of Japanese paper prints. Here are some like, other that's, possible that's of art. Uh, films we could bring in. You ready, John? Do it. Z. Yeah. A. On both cheeks. D. What do you think of that? D. Please, please tell me there's a G. No G. Ah, I really want a G. So. Z. Yeah, Z. What's Z all about? Z is near infrared. Oh, what do you mean near infrared? Or Z. So that must be really low ISO. Uh, ISO 400. Oh. Yep. So so the film washi F and S will be in the store in a week or so. Why don't you get the other ones? ZZ. Hey, man, one step at a time. But I don't want to take pictures of lungs. Okay. (laughs) But if you have to, you're set. I guess I am. John, you have It's like that mammography film that you've got in the back. Mammography. What mammography film? Oh. You got a big box of Kodak film specifically designed for mammography oh, cameras, which is crazy. It? Why are you saying I don't know. I keep asking you it's if I a, can. Is it 4x5? No, it's 20 by 24 Get out of here. 18 by 24 It's just gigantic. It's right in the back by the donations. Oh. Got some handwritten letters over there, John? Yeah, I do. What do you got? Who's that? Oh, that's beautiful. This was sent on a print, a nice print. They wrote it on the uh, back of the print? What's the print? From uh, Douglas Kins in Seattle. Yeah. Seattle. Hey, Seattle. Says, uh, first, thank you for years of enjoyment with the podcast. Enclosed are some cameras friends gave to me. And when people ask me if I want cameras, I tell them yes, and that I will donate them to a group that sends them to high schools. That's us. Yeah. Dilettante Chocolates is a Seattle institution. It sells coffee and chocolates. Where, where are they? Where's the chocolates, Gone. Mike? Why do we just get Milano's and you don't something. give us anything else? Well, hey, Sheck Mani sent us the Milano's. Give yeah. us a review. Well, that's what I'm saying. How come we don't get to eat his Nutter Butters? John, those crumbs are like, really? That's, look, look at the way it's on the edge. That's you like see? the Damocles crumb. And that yelling in the background is my mother. Can you bring the crumb away from the... There's no oh. crumbs. John... Not until he gives us Nutter Butters. How were the dilettante chocolates? What is dilettante? They were chocolates. They're eaten. Seattle chocolates. I'm so sorry. Well, what'd they taste like? Excellent. Would they like... Look how smug he looks. They were just chocolate? I'm sorry. No, nothing special? Like, they're very special. They had a $1,000 bill in the middle of each one. <laughs> Cherries or something? Oh, they're so very the, good. The print I he sent this on is uh, a Palladium NA2? NA2. I, NA2 I, I'm process. I'm going to look it up. As you're talking, I'm going to look The original it up. negative was taken with a reality so subtle... Six by ten, six by twelve pinhole camera. I have a Rolly RPX twenty five film. Scan the negative to make a digital negative used to make the contrast print. Uh, thanks for all you do 
for, film, for the film photography community. My best, Douglas King. Here we go. Okay, here's your footnote. NA2 Platinum Palladium Kit for Digital yes. Negatives. The perfect kit for printing digital negatives in platinum and palladium. Great for high-contrast inkjet negatives or anyone looking for that, quote, vintage look. That's a vintage look. platinum palladium prints. Very nice. Looks beautiful. There you go. And, Mike, you know, you neglected to say that you, you, you got a major award. Oh. Uh, California. Oh, yeah. You're very modest. I'm, you know. It's a major award. I barely even oh. saw it. You had it huddled under your arm. Yeah, yeah, let me find that major award. You guys... Were you guys there for that? Or no, you we missed it. We didn't know. I ran back to my room to get a camera, and when I came back, you had won a major award. There it is, John. You want to tell the people at home about it? It's the, uh, how do you say it? Padilla? Padilla. The Film Photography Padilla Award to Michael Rasso of the Film Photography Project. For 10 years and over 200 Podcast. This is the you're the 2019 Plato Award winner. Whoa! It's in recognition of outstanding contributions to the film photography community, and it couldn't have been given to a better. Subject. Take- oh, I got First my fingerprints. I got now. my fingerprints. Mark and I were in the large format workshop. Large format. Yeah. And then I got the word like, "Hey, Mike, you're needed in the big room." So that's when I said, "Oh, we're gonna we're doing the medium format next. I'm gonna run back to my room and get my my medium format cameras." And it, when I was away for three minutes. The Darkroom presented me with this Plato Award. I had no idea mm-hmm. who's coming. I was humbled by it, and it's been my uh, my a real pleasure yep. to to you know do what we do. Yep, because you have passion and yet a flair of whimsy. Oh, thank you, John. I don't think Which I would is a be breath of fresh air. I don't think I would. I don't think I would be able to carry on without a uh, flair of whimsy. Is that what you said? Flair of whimsy. Yeah. That's what I said. No. I have to say, too, you can choose to leave this in or not, but I was amazed. Saturday morning at the Padilla, I was sitting off to the side. All the speakers were up at the front, and um, as he was announcing people, he would say, oh, this is this person coming up, and then, you know, polite applause. Okay, now we're going to have this person come up, polite applause. And then Phil comes out and says, okay, well, the next two people need no introduction. It's Michael Rasso and Matt Marash. And the room erupted in oh. applause and cheers. I did not notice that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For real? Yeah. People loved you guys. Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I did not. Uh, that did not click in my yeah, head. because I because I was taken aback by the reaction that really that you got. Yeah, maybe we're doing something mm. good over here. Yeah. Definitely. Wow. I guess. Yeah. Dozens of listeners can't be wrong. Yeah. Well, you know, folks at home <laughs> listening, we don't like you know we don't want to uh, you know talk ourselves up too much. No, it's, no, no. Yeah, it's we're talking you up not because we're just. You know, goofballs. Yeah. I think a, a lot of people I've met, they all say the same thing, which is that, oh, my God, you're exactly the same as you are on the show. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you and know. And say, yeah, sorry. Yes, <laughs> a regular guy. Which is fairly, fairly true. It's pr- pretty pretty true. It's uh, Yeah, there's no act going on here. This no. Is, we is, have our pants put on one leg at a time, just like everyone else. I think the I success don't. also could be attributed to um, the fact that I, I feel that this is like my third lifetime. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I've already been through, you know, the motion picture business and mm-hmm. the home video business and, you know, the, the Comcast, uh, cable business, cable television producing. You know, it's like I've done all this stuff. So this, this, this is a fresh skin for you. This is, and this is actually something you're doing because you want to do it, not because you have to these do These are it. good. And these are the nicest people I've ever met. 
In this uh, all everybody in, in this community? community. Yeah, it's a pretty chill community. This community is much better than the filmmaking community. Yeah. No offense to you guys. Well, there's a lot of people with issues in the filmmaking industry. They seem to have a real chip on their shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> and seem to be very, they're more concerned about, like, getting their, like, well, it has more to do with fame and, you ego. know, yes, and feeding an ego. If people do film photography as like a hobby and then they turn it into a career because it was a hobby at first and they actually love doing it. And I think film photography also, in many respects, you're serving other people. You're, if you're shooting a wedding, if you're shooting portraits. Uh, sorry, John. If you're shooting, you know, portraits mm. or, you know, it's like you're, you're, you're uh, fine-tuning your craft. Mm-hmm. For someone else, whereas I think filmmaking is a little more self, right? Uh, well, self, uh, what do you call it? Uh, self satisfying. Self satisfying. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I mean, even the people that are shooting film, shooting weddings with film, are you know, it's a different niche. You know, people are treated differently because it's more artistic, right? And you're getting a different clientele who's not going to be as yes. persnickety as if you were a digital photographer. Well, thank you very much, everybody. But also, I could, I could not be successful without, you know, the Mark Dalzell and the John Fideli and the Leslie Lazenby and the Matt Marash and the Mark O'Brien and the Alex Laux and the Owen McCafferty and everyone else that helps out. I mean, I always um, – I will give myself props for I think I can eyeball talent very well. Like I have a yeah. good understanding of uh, – Bringing force together mm-hmm. um, because it's no fun to work alone. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you have a good team, uh, things work usually yep. very, very nicely. Yep. And jo- both John Fidel and I have worked in situations where we have good teams mm. and bad teams. And not so good teams. Yeah. This just in. This just in. <laughs> this Justin. Yes. Oh. Sam Sherman's on the horn. Oh, my goodness. Hey, Mike. Sam Sherman calling. Can you tell Sam that in with his film photography folks right now? and Take he, a message. He will call you back. That's amazing. Okay. <laughs> tell him, please hold. We'll be done in an hour. Get Very many. popular uh, past uh, episode. It is. It really is. Is it? Was it a two-parter? Three-parter. Or wow. Holy shnikes. Yeah. I'm very, I haven't heard from Sam in many weeks. I'm very happy to hear from him. Yeah. Now that it's, I didn't get to meet him. Oh. Well, he's down in Freehold, New Jersey. Oh, should go down sometime. He has a lot of cameras. That's what oh. I want to see. That's what I hear. But all the stuff you like, Exacta, and well, that's uh, good. Give me some fresh ideas. Yeah, he has. I haven't he, bought any new cameras in days. And he, and he said the next segment he wanted to kind of give a history and talk about Exacta. Okay. So I love Exactas. So I got a few of those. Well, there was a uh, Christmas card. <gasps> oh, can you read that? Yeah, that's great. Christmas in March. So Girl. what? It's December somewhere. Oh, uh, oh, there's a picture oh, here. Oh, August 75. It's from our good buddy, Mark O'Brien. Okay. It's from so, Argus Good It says, buddy. Mike, best wishes to you for the holidays. Thanks for all that you do. <laughs> your great enthusiasm, your friendship, and your sense of humor. See? Sense of humor. Okay, thank you. It's very important. Chicks dig it. And Mark O'Brien as well. Mm. I'm sure that 2019 will be a year of big changes and looking forward to our big move to North Carolina. Yeah, Mark is moving out to North Carolina. Yes. So uh, get that guest room ready, Mark. That's right. Enjoy the giant Argus 75, a photo of a giant Argus 75. Is that from the Argus Museum? Yep. All right. So Merry Christmas, Mike. Thank you, Mark. And I, and I opened this just Ooh. moments ago. That's so. the last one? Uh, well, there's one from Duffman Productions here. Oh, okay. Uh, what's his name? Duffman. 
Alan Duffy. Oh, look at that. It's a little photo book of uh, black and white photos. It doesn't say what they were shot on or what film it is, but... It's a zine. Yeah. Yeah, It says, Uh, FPP rocks. Thanks for the inspiration and good work. Cool. Alan Duffy. Thanks, Alan. And where is he from? Uh, Say on the letter. Hold on. Hold on. No, there's no return address. Wait. Just says Duffman Productions. Okay. Not sure. New York. New York, New York. You seem like a zany kind of guy, Mark D. I, I like to like the sort of artisanal collectability of them. I, 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 they are cute. To look and at. then uh, Susan Steyer from this Yellow like Springs, Ohio. Susan Steyer, our good she, friend Susan she Steyer. She sent a uh, Polaroid. Uh, says greetings from Yellow Springs, Ohio. Happy summer. Oh, this thank is from you. last summer. This is <laughs> go. Oh my God, Mike, <laughs> you're the worst. Well, they come in. You know, yeah, they come in. They do. That's what they say, right? Isn't that great? Susan came to one of our uh, FPP events in Finlay. Oh, is that right? Yeah, cool. that's a that's cool a rockin' shot. that's a rockin' zine. Yeah, I love the fact that Susan just oh, threw a stamp on it this is cool. and yeah. put it in a mailbox. Yep, she How? she mailed the the photograph. Oh, come 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 on in, Justin. This Justin. This Justin. How'd it go? Okay. All right. Thank you. Sure. So what happens when you open it up? Duffman. It's got, it does have writing. It says, thanks for reading my zine. And then it says, email Duffman. I don't know if I want to say his email. Um, email Duffman1066. Uh, this just in from Sam Sherman, who just called. Justin cool took the call. Up like that. He wants to put us in touch with uh, Arnie from the Brooklyn Camera Exchange. You know, do you know about that, Mark D? Never heard of that. Buy, sells, classic cameras. Brooklyn Camera. BrooklynCam.com. Yeah, very good. I love that she just you know stuck a stamp on a pillow and dropped I know, it in the mailbox. I know, I know. That's yeah. great. So uh, we'll be back in a few weeks, April 1st. Oh, will we? Yes. You sure about that? Uh, Are you some, just goofing? There's some rumors of uh, April 1st. You're that just April fooling? There's rumors of the introduction of the last batch of color infrared film. April 1st, who knows? The um, Fukatsu 110. Yeah. It is, 28. It is disappointing that the film is that fresh. Because now it opens up a whole... It rekindles the mystery. See, I think that... Talk, talk about Fukatsu again. I think that all this time they've been making film for other countries off the radar. Mm. I don't... That's crazy to how? me. How is that crazy? How, is, how could that be possible? How has nobody said, hey, what I was in uh, Kuala Lumpur and they're selling 110 film. Well, we're going to have to ask our listeners. Somebody... There's no way that Help this us has been fill in the blanks. in the wild. Okay, have you who, ever been exposed... Two one ten Fukatsu anywhere in the world or Films Reborn? Does this ring a bell to you? Do you have a, a one ten film? Any one ten film that's not Kodak or Lomography? Basically, let's, have you ever let's been put, to Thailand to and found one ten Fukatsu? Any North Koreans listening? Next to a pack of cigarettes. Then how stand? how are they dated? So if they're dated, you found one dated twenty nineteen. December twenty nineteen is dated, yeah, which so, means it must have been made in the last year and a half. You don't think that they just batched? Dated stuff? You think in 2011 when they made it, they marked it 2019 and we just happen to be opening it now in 2019? I, I don't I know. I don't think so. This is more mysterious than the Area 51. Mm. You know what this is like? Mm. Season 3 of True Detective. Oh. The girl's dead. Done. Cold yeah. case. Yeah. 20 years later, they find a fingerprint. Right. <gasps> That's what this is. They, yeah, How is there still fresh film? Yep. The mystery wide. We're reopening the case. Yes. It's officially opened. Reopened. I want to thank everyone for joining us. Podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. 
You got <laughs> you got the hotline open again yet? No. I'll get the hotline going. I know. That's what you say every episode. Do you have any new f- cuts of music you can just email me? Sure. You do? Well, I have stuff you've never played that we've done. Mm. Nothing in the last so I, two I, months. I have stuff you guys recorded, but they don't go up on the site anymore. Yeah, the, the site the site, site is defunct. Okay. No, the site's still there, but we don't upload. I mean, but we stuff. don't. Yeah, that's that's done. That's history. That site will always be there. Okay. Now we're called Just One Guy. Okay. Right. No, are we not? Yeah, the two of us are called Just One just Guy. Just I like one guy. That. I, I like. I will. I, here is a cut of music from the new band called Just One Guy, <laughs> which is John and Mark. <laughs> yeah. And we'll be back in two weeks. Two weeks. First. Hawaii Darkroom. What? Oh, yeah, Hawaii Darkroom. Aloha. Aloha. You know any? Do you ever meet Don Ho? Did I meet him? Where would I meet Don Ho? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Pull me right in. Let's get on with it. Are you prepared to tell me where you found that idol, the precise spot in this cave? That's the trouble. We don't remember exactly. You see, we found it while you're trying to scare us away. Do we believe him, Oliver? Believe us, Oliver. Believe us. If you untie it, Professor, we're sure we can help you find the exact spot. All right. That's how the first time I ever watched um, Money Python, Meaning of Life, hmm. I was like 12. My sister was, maybe I was like 11. My sister was like 7 or 8. And it's Monty Python. They were funny British guys. Hmm. And my father was there, so he put the movie on. And it's quickly becomes sort of inappropriate and it mm-hmm. gets to that scene where John Cleese is in front of the classroom with schoolboys and right. he's teaching them how to have sex right yeah and my father just got up walked across the room pushed stop on the VCR took the cassette out and left the room and that was it he left oh it God. with the cassette didn't say no, a word no he took the cassette and left the room with it didn't like say a word didn't say a word and it was ten more years before I finally saw oh the end God. of that movie alright I'll untie you but don't try to run away because if you do we get the point Oh, I didn't tell you the post office story. No, he didn't tell the post office story. Oh, go ahead. We're in the. No, you got it. Listen. It's not that funny. He told me this story. It may not be funny to you because you lived it. He told me this story Tuesday night, and I've been laughing every day that I think about it for like three days. (laughs) Well, we're still recording, so. This could be a bonus. This could be the hidden track. This is the hidden track. track. Tell me a story. So, Jersey City, maybe. 20 years ago, 15 years ago, I used to have this crappy old Chevy um, that there was something wrong with the carburetor and it would, it would like the floats weren't working. Anyway, it would, it would just stall. So one time I was driving through Jersey City on this two-lane road that didn't have a shoulder and all of a sudden my car stalled. And I knew how to get it going. I could get under the hood and I could prime the carbs again and get it working again. But, and it just so happened that driving behind me in traffic was a, um, a post office, like one of the postal inspector cars. So to help out so I didn't get hit in traffic, he stopped behind me and turned his lights on while I jumped out of my car. And at that moment, some local Jersey City townie was riding by on his BMX bike, and he yells out, Hey, man, that's just the post office. They can't pull you over. You know your rights. Just, you can just go, man. Just get back in your car and go. They can't pull you over. That was it. That's ridiculous. I could actually see. He was so excited like, to tell me, "Just go, man!" He's so excited. <laughs> ridiculous. What year did this happen? This would have been like 2001, 2002. Oh, no, fifteen years ago. Fifty. Yeah, I guess wow. about fifteen years ago. Anyway, that's, that's ridiculous. It.
that Just somebody go. would actually comment on that. Like, see that scene as and he's pedaling together. By. Like, why did that guy? Why did the post office guy? They can't pull, pull you over. <laughs> That's just the post office. It's like to just put that together from seeing that yeah. is hilarious to me. And Mike, I can tell he's laughing on the inside. Well, I'm gonna think about it later. Yeah. Here's another track from just one guy. Thanks, man. You have a few tracks. I don't know. Yeah, we got. We've stuff been recording for a year. We've probably got at least two or three. I, I know. I bounced down a couple. Of just, no, we've got a bunch. You want to just we transfer me a bunch of tracks? Yeah, I'll have to finish. There's probably stuff that's left to be mastered and yeah, mixed I'll, a little I'll bit. Finish them. A little mixed. What? They're just like the raw wave files, multi-track. You can't do anything with them. Oh. Well, if you sent it, how would I open it? It would be like a. A gig's worth of gigantic wave files oh, of 16 yeah. microphones. Do you, do you have anything that's actually ready just to go? Yes. Okay. But yeah, it'll take me things. 20 minutes to, to master it, so it's, it's easy. Well, thanks, guys. All right. See ya. Well, I mean, I now believe that you found the idol in Honolulu. So, there's only one thing to do. Let us go? Wrong. <laughs> I have no choice. Do we have a choice? No. I'm going to tie you up again and get out with my treasures. All right, now. Move, 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 move. They told me that you had gone totally insane. And uh, that your methods were unsound. Are my methods unsound? I don't see 